The Epigenomics of Cancer An article by Peter Jones, Stephen Bylin From University of Southern California, Los Angeles, USA Cell 2007 Aberrant gene function and altered patterns of gene expression are key features of cancer. Growing evidence shows that quite epigenetic abnormalities participate with genetic alterations to cause dysregulation. Here, we review recent advances in understanding how epigenetic alterations participate in the early stages of neoplasia, including stem precursor cell contributions, and discuss the growing implications of these advances for strategies to control cancer. For decades, scientists have been engaged in dissecting the origins of human cancer and the relative roles of genetic versus epigenetic abnormalities have been hotly debated. An explosion of data indicating the importance of epigenetic processes, especially those resulting in the silencing of key regulatory genes, has led to the realization that genetics and epigenetics cooperate at all stages of cancer development. Recent advances include the understanding that silencing is part of global epigenomic alterations in cancer, that pathways relevant to stem cell growth and differentiation become altered, and the approval of three drugs that target these defects in cancer patients. Gene silencing and cancer Epigenetics is defined as heritable changes in gene expression that are not accompanied by changes in DNA sequence. Gene silencing at the level of chromatin is necessary for the life of eukaryotic organisms and is particularly important in orchestrating key biological processes, including differentiation, imprinting and silencing of large chromosomal domains, such as the X chromosome of the lifespan of female mammals. In many species, silencing can be initiated and maintained solely by processes involving the covalent modifications of histones and other chromatin components. Vertebrates, however, have taken advantage of the heritability of DNA cytosine methylation patterns to add another layer of control to these processes. Like most biological processes, silencing can become dysregulated, resulting in the development of disease states. It can also result in the acquired inactivation of genes during normal aging. A key property of silencing is that it can spread over genomic regions in a progressive way, as perhaps best exemplified by position effect variegation in Drosophila. It seems to involve the cooperation of multiple processes, including non-coding RNAs, covalent modifications of chromatin, physical alterations in nucleosomal positioning, and DNA methylation, among others. It must be appreciated, as we will outline, that epigenetic abnormalities in cancer comprise a multitude of aberrations in virtually every component of chromatin involved in packaging the human genome. Since epigenetic silencing processes are methodically heritable, they can play the same roles and undergo the same selective processes as genetic alterations in the development of a cancer.
A principal tenet of Darwin's hypothesis for the evolution of species is that most germ limitations are deleterious or of no functional significance. Mutations give rise to a specific advantage selected for an evolving population. These same selective concepts apply for epigenetic events, which can occur at a much more increased rate compared to mutations in somatic cells. Alterations in gene expression induced by epigenetic events, which give rise to a cellular growth advantage, are therefore selected for the host organ, resulting in the progressive and controlled growth of the tumor. This does not mean that all silenced genes play direct roles, since it is becoming clear, as we will discuss later, that whole groups of genes may be inactivated as part of an abnormal program. Epigenetic changes can collaborate with genetic changes to cause the evolution of a cancer because they are mitotically heritable. The high degree of mitotic stability of silencing coupled with the progressive nature by which it achieved makes pathological silencing of growth controlling and other genes an essential part of the development of a human cancer. The importance of chromatin remodeling. Much is now known about the importance of promoter cytosine methylation in CPG islands and gene silencing, and it has been established beyond doubt that such methylation is intimately involved in cancer development. As discussed later, many hundreds of genes may be inactivated in a single cancer by promoter methylation. In general, methylated CPG islands are not capable of the initiation of transcription unless the methylation signal can be overridden by durations in factors that modulate chromatin such as removal of methylated cytosine binding proteins or the deacetylase CERT1. The driving force in DNA methylation research, particularly as it relates to cancer, has until now been particularly focused on CPG island promoter methylation. However, it remains true that about 40% of human genes do not contain bona fide CPG islands in their promoters. The reason for the focus of islands is because of the demonstrable ability of CPG island promoter methylation to permanently silence genes both physiologically and pathologically in mammalian cells. The role of methylation in non-CPG island promoters has been largely overlooked because the mechanistic links have not been so well demonstrated. Recent work has shown strong correlations between tissue-specific expression and methylation of non-CPG islands, including, for example, the MASPIN gene. MASPIN has a CPG-rich promoter that does not meet established criteria for a CPG island. There are other examples of genes such as the mage gene family that are commonly upregulated by epigenetic therapy in which the promoters do not satisfy recognized criteria for islandness. Indeed, recent DNA methylation profiling of human chromosomes 6, 20 and 22 
has shown that 17% of 873 analyzed genes are differentially methylated and that about a third of these show inverse correlations between methylation and transcription. While it has not been rigorously established, the cytosine methylation in such promoters causally blocks transcription, it is also true that this possibility has not been excluded. There is clearly room for more work on the CPG poor genes in which cytosine methylation could also play a role in normal development as well as in cancer. The importance of DNA methylation cancer has been established and the focus in the field is changing to include the mechanisms by which other chromatin modifications play a role in cancer development. Foremost among these are the covalent modifications of histones that can control gene activity. For example, histone deacetylation and methylation of specific lysine residues, such as lysine 9 and histone H3, or lysine 27 and histone H3, clearly participate in the silencing of genes. A key link between these covalent histone modifications and DNA methylation was established by the pioneering experiments of Nan and others and Jones and others, who showed that cytosine methylation could attract methylated DNA binding proteins and histone deacetylases to methylated CPG islands during chromatin compaction and gene silencing. More recently, however, the link between covalent histone modifications and glucosomal remodeling is increasingly being explored. Tsang and others showed that DNA methylation binding protein MBD2 interacts with the nucleosomal remodeling complex NURD and directs the complex to methylated DNA. Hare Krishnan and others showed that Brahma BRM, which is a catalytic component of the SYISNF chromatin remodeling complex associates with the methylated DNA binding protein MeCP2. These experiments provide a potential link between DNA methylation and chromatin silencing. Very recent studies have shown that covalent modifications of histones coupled these processes with chromatin remodeling by ATP-dependent remodeling machines. This has led to the realization that the three processes of DNA cytosine modulation, histone modification, and nucleosomal remodeling are intimately linked, and the alterations in these processes result in the permanent silencing of cancer relevant genes. The fact that nucleosomal remodeling is a key component to the epigenetic silencing in cancer has been shown for some time. It has been directly shown the mutations in the SYISNF complex play causative roles in the development of certain kinds of human cancer. Mutations in the SNF5 gene stimulate cell cycle progression and cooperate with p53 loss in oncogenic transformation, and they are also associated with inactivation of the p21 and p16 pathways. Once again, these changes may in fact be quite extensive in the epigenome. Global changes in the cancer epigenome The occurrence of localized changes in chromatin structure and transcriptional start sites has been well appreciated. 
However, it is now emerging that the alterations are genome-wide. Indeed, early studies pointed to an overall decrease in the 5-methylcytosine content of cancer genomes. The hypermutilation consistently observed in CPG islands therefore represents a change in 5-methylcytosine distribution across the genome rather than an overall increase in the total amount of methylation. Interestingly, it hasn't recently been found that large stretches of DNA can become abnormally methylated in cancer. The changes in CPG island methylation in single tumors can involve a group of loci and has been hypothesized to constitute a distinct phenotype, first proposed by Toyota and others, as the CPG island methylator phenotype, or SIMP. The existence of SIMP has been challenged by recent studies by Weisner, Berger and others, showing that a subset of CEPG islands is coordinately methylated in tumor argues, in our opinion, for the reality of such a phenotype. As we will be discussed later, it is intriguing that many of these SIMP loci are targets for polycomb group proteins. Surprising results have also been obtained with respect to genome-wide changes in histone modifications. Loss of acetylation at lysine 16 and 3-methylation at lysine 20 of histone H4 is a common hallmark of human cancer, and global histone modification patterns predict the risk of prostate cancer recurrence. Other evidence for global changes being involved in carcinogenesis come from studies in the polyclone group gene family, which is highly conserved throughout evolution. The polycomb repressor complex 2, PRC2, is involved in the initiation of silencing and contains histone methyltransferases that can methylate histone H3, lysine 9 and 27, which are marks of silenced chromatin. The significance of these findings will be discussed later. The polycomb gene BMI1, a component of PRC1, is overexpressed in several human cancers, so that it might be expected the aberrations in this system would give rise to global alterations in gene silencing in cancer. It is well known that certain transcription factors such as CMIC do not bind to their recognition sequences in the methylated condition, suggesting that CPG methylation may affect the ability of MIC to bind to multiple sites within the genome. Given that MIC can influence chromatin structure, it is certainly plausible that inappropriate methylation of its recognition sites could have profound implications on the cancer epigenome. Perhaps more attention should be paid in the future to methylation of such genomic regions. Given the linkage between processes that regulate epigenetic silencing, it should not be surprising that such changes are observed on a genome-wide scale. For example, DNA methylation and histone acetylation are known to be intimately linked so the global hypomethylation might be expected to lead to global alterations in the level of histone acetylation and vice versa. This rapidly emerging data strongly indicates that the entire epigenome is fundamentally disturbed in cancer development. 
while the focus on research until recently has been on silencing, more attention is now being paid to the possibility that these genome-wide changes in structure of the epigenome can lead to the genomic instability that is a hallmark of cancer. Aberrant gene silencing during early neuroplastic progression a key to understanding the contributions of aberrant epigenetic gene silencing to cancer has been to consider these in the context of the timing in cancer progression just as has been done for genetic changes. Recent reviews have emphasized that epigenetic abnormalities might play a seminal role in the early steps in cancer initiation. Abnormal gene imprinting and or silencing may help push the earlier barren clonal expansion of cells, providing a substrate for risk of subsequent genetic and epigenetic alterations that further foster tumor progression. This concept is shown for colon cancer, in which risk factors for common cancers such as aging and inflammation are depicted as causing such expansions in the normal colon epithelial stem cells or precursor cells derived from them. A series of genes all documented to exhibit DNA hypermethylation in pre-invasive stages of colon and other cancers, but which are rarely mutated in such cancers are shown and referred to as epigenetic gatekeepers. In other words, the normal epigenetic modulation of these genes allows them to prevent stem precursor cells from becoming immortalized and acquiring infinite cell renewal capacity during periods of chronic stresses and renewal pressures on cell systems. It also allows these genes to be activated as needed when stem precursor cells differentiate. The inappropriate silencing of these genes blocks their activation and allows for abnormal survival and clonal expansion and prevents differentiation. Depicted also are genes such as in APC or beta-catenin involved as genetic gatekeepers for colon cancer. These mutations foster abnormal activation of the developmental WNT pathway which plays a canonical role in driving colon tumorigenesis throughout the life history of these tumors. In the paradigm shown, broaching of the epigenetic gatekeepers steps allows cell expansion and time for the genetic gatekeepers mutations to appear and even to undergo selection because the cells are now addicted to WNT pathway activation. How might loss of function for genetic gatekeepers genes actually foster early abnormal clone expansion? WNT pathway activation may be a striking example where epigenetic events can play important roles. First, APC, the classically mutated genetic gatekeeper gene in colon cancer, leading to WNT pathway activation can be inactivated in sporadic tumors both by such mutations or occasionally epigenetic gene silencing. Also, methylation on one allele can also serve as a second hit for gene inactivation when paired with mutations on the opposite allele. Second, four members of a family of genes the SFRPs 
which encodes proteins that antagonize the action of the WNT ligands at the cell membrane can be hypermethylated simultaneously in the majority of pre-invasive lesions of colon cancer. The silencing can foster increased WNT pathway signaling which may precede and addict cells toward evolving later mutations in the downstream pathway genes APC or beta-catenin. They further activate WNT signaling to foster colon tumor genesis. The tumor suppressor gene P60 Inc 4A is one of the most common and earliest epigenetically mediated losses of tumor suppressor function events in human cancer. The silencing begins in subsets of pre-invasive stages of breast, colon, lung and other cancers. Recent studies of knockout mice have revealed that germline loss of this gene increases stem cell lifespan, consistent with a proposed role in tumor genesis for facilitating early abnormal clonal expansion of cells at risk for cancer. Indeed, loss of this gene is permissive for allowing such expanding cells to develop genomic instability and further epigenetic gene silencing events. The GATA4 and 5 transcription factor genes are important for both embryonic gastrointestinal epithelial development and for mutation in adults and are epigenetically silenced in virtually half of all the pre-invasive and invasive lesions for colon cancer. This can then impede differentiation and foster precursor cell expansion. Finally, an intriguing abnormal survival circuit regulated by epigenetic gene silencing concerns upregulation of the survival protein CERT1 via loss of the transcription factor HIC1, which is DNA hypermethylated in early pre-invasive lesions for colon tumorigenesis and many other common cancers. HIC1, a transcription repressor complexed with CERT1, can downmodulate CERT1 promote activity. The loss of HIC1 function potentially sets off a network of survival events, which are detailed later below. Cancer gene silencing versus genetic mutations. How does loss of function of cancer genes by epigenetic silencing resemble or differ from genetically mediated losses of gene function? Gene mutations in a single tumor are seldom multiple in a given cell pathway, since selection for one hit appears sufficient to produce full pathway disruption. Certainly, this can sometimes also be the case for gene silencing, is found for classic tumor suppressor genes. Thus, in the cyclin DRB pathway, silencing of P16 does not appear in tumors in which the RB gene is mutated, since both events powerfully disrupt cell cycle control. Similarly, mutations in the VHL gene seminal for renal cancer pathogenesis occur in 60% of tumors, while the gene is DNA hypermethylated in another, circa 20%. Also, mutations and epigenetic silencing of e are mutually exclusive 
in the lobular inductive forms of breast cancer, respectively. Despite the above similarities between genetic and epigenetic gene loss of function in cancer, there is an important emerging theme that, unlike for mutations, multiple epigenetic events may frequently affect a single cell pathway. These changes may function as networks in which multiple genes are not only affected within a pathway, but can generate alterations of other key signaling pathways and even involve epigenetic events that cause other epigenetic events. Thus, these epigenetic abnormalities form a more nuanced integrated disruption of pathways that do gene mutations to foster tumorigenesis. A first example is the previously mentioned silencing of the four SFRP genes and their interactions with WNT pathway gene mutations. A second is the silencing of P16 Inc 4A, which, in addition to disrupting the cyclin DRB cell cycle control pathway, may foster recruitment of silencing complexes through other means and cause abnormal DNA methylation to the promoter of a Hox gene. It may be that this loss of transcriptional activation of the downstream genes renders them susceptible to heritable silencing through adoption of the types of repressive promoter chromatin which will be revised below. Perhaps one of the most complex series of events for networks of epigenetic abnormalities in cancers involves the loss of HIC1 function and the resultant potential survival events. As recently reviewed, the increases in CERT1 may prolong cell survival through multiple mechanisms, including downregulation of p53 function through deacetylation of this target protein. In addition, through mechanisms including deacetylation of the histone residue H4K16, the year CERT1 autologue CERU2 is an important participant in gene silencing. It appears that this is also the case in humans, including those genes that are DNA hypermethylated and silenced in cancer. Thus, increases in CERT1 appear important for silencing of genes, including the SFRPs, where the loss can upregulate the WNT pathway, again facilitating cell survival in tumors such as colon. Finally, HIC1 itself has been shown to normally sequester in the nucleus transcription factors that drive the WNT pathway. Thus, loss can free these for increased WNT pathway function. It is then apparent that from the early stages of neuroplastic development, epigenetic changes can, just as for gene mutations, perturb multiple key pathways in ways that foster cancer risk and evolution. As more and more cancer genes are discovered which are functionally altered by epigenetic mechanisms, these pathways and the links between them will undoubtedly be even further appreciated. The Cancer Stem Cell Hypothesis Much of the recent work, including information derived from random screens to discover DNA hypermethylated cancer genes, and the deciphering of networks of silenced genes indicate 
the hundreds of epigenetically silenced genes possibly exist even in individual tumors. While it is conceivable that selection for stochastic events could account for this, it seems unlikely that all of the changes observed arise in such a random fashion and then come to dominate the tumor clone through selective advantage. Perhaps just as multiple mutations arising in tumors secondary to central defects in genetic control programs such as mismatch repair deficiency states and not all directly important for tumor progression. The existence of multiple epigenetically silenced genes might reflect programs of epigenetic control abnormalities. Some might even be derived from genetic alterations that dictate abnormal chromatin regulation. What could account for these early epigenetic silencing events and the many genes that appear to be involved, which may be key steps in the earliest phases of neoplastic evolution. As has been reviewed recently, one possibility concerns a role for this control of expression of groups of genes at the chromatin level, which is integral to the maintenance of cells in a stem cell state. The contribution of a stem cell state is integral to current thinking in the cancer biology field relative to an old but still vital concept that each patient's tumor is a heterogeneous population of cells, some of which have more tumorogenic and metastatic potential than others. In recent years, this has evolved into the concept of the cancer stem cell that is believed to constitute the population that is ultimately responsible for perpetuating the tumor. These cells have many properties common to normal stem cells, but their exact origins remain controversial. Currently, most researchers seem to favor the view that a range of cells in normal cell renewing systems, from the ultimate stem cells to a subsequent series of precursor and progenitor cells, have the potential to constitute the focal transformation point for individual cancers. This could, in fact, explain the existence of many subtypes of major tumor types such as lung and breast cancers. In the above context, if epigenetic cancer gene silencing might begin in cancer stem cell, this would dictate that many such changes constitute early events in tumor progression and might have the molecular origins tied to stem precursor cell population characteristics. We have discussed in this review a body of solid evidence for the former point and exciting concepts are emerging for the latter. We have mentioned earlier the long-term silencing of genes in embryonic stem ES cells is under control of the polycomp complexes of proteins PCG which act in concert for long-term maintenance of transcriptional repression. The PCG complex PRC2 is involved in the initiation of silencing and contains EZH2, the histone methyltransferase that places the histone methylation modification, HAC27Me. In turn, this mark can attract the PRC1 complexes 
the maintain, the silencing. The PRC1 complexes contain chromodomain proteins such as the CBX family that recognize the HAC27Me mark and the key stem cell protein BMI1 which can silence the P16 gene. Steady state levels of EZH2, BMI1 and other PCG complex members are increased in cancer. Enrichment of EZH2 and the H3K27Me mark is a property of the promoters of DNA hypermethylated and silenced genes, as in the sirtuin deacetylase sirt one which has been associated with PRC2 complexes found in stem and cancer cells. Thus, this regulation of the PCG system potentially links cancer formation to stem cell biology. A large group of genes is marked by PCG control in ES cells, as well as in other more committed stem precursor cells. This marking appears to hold these genes at a transcription level required by the ES cell state until needed for up or down regulation of the genes in more committed progeny. The PCG system has been incriminated in targeting DNA methylation for locking in gene silencing. If borne out in subsequent studies, it is appealing to consider these targeting of silencing in concert with other histomodifications such as H3K9 methylation may be a link between stem cell biology, promoted DNA hypermethylation and gene silencing in cancer. If in mature cell renewal populations survival responses to chronic inflammation and aging involve stem precursor cells then the set of PCG-marked genes may render genes vulnerable to abnormal DNA methylation. Indeed, very recent findings have shown that stem cell PCG targets are 20-fold more likely to have cancer-specific promoter methylation than non-target, supporting a stem cell origin for cancer. The resultant tight heritable gene silencing for the genes we have been discussing may then abnormally hold cells in stem precursor cell states, allowing them to participate in early steps in neoplastic progression. The potential of epigenetic therapeutics the fact that epigenetic changes are so prevalent in cancers and play a causative role in their biologies has led to the development of an entirely new therapeutic approach in which the goal is to reserve gene silencing. It is 30 years since the first description of the remarkable effects of azanucleoside drugs on the differentiated states of cells. It is now clear that these compounds function as inhibitors of the DNA methyltransferase enzymes. Nevertheless, it has taken three decades for the drugs to be approved by the United States Food and Drug Administration for the treatment of myelodysplastic syndrome, MDS. Other nucleoside inhibitors of DNA methylation, including 5-fluoro-2-deoxycytidine and zibularine, are at an early stage of development. Given that nucleosides require incorporation into DNA in order to be fully effective, 
there have been several attempts to find other inhibitors of DNA methylation that might act without incorporation into DNA. Although procainamides and T-polyphenols have been reported to be DNA methylation inhibitors, they are at best weak inhibitors in living cells, and research to discover other inhibitors remains a high priority. The recent description of the drug RG101 is a promising development of a lead compound that might be effective as a DNA methylation inhibitor. The demonstration that histone deacetylase inhibitors have anti-tumor potential has led to the development of a series of inhibitors. The first of these, SAHA, has just been approved by the FDA for the treatment of T-cell cutaneous lymphoma and several drug companies are actively pursuing new histone deacetylase inhibitors. The histone methyltransferases represent another valid target for the discovery of new drugs that can reactivate silenced genes. Some lead compounds are already being investigated and it is likely that these would activate genes either single agents or in combination with other epigenetic drugs. In this regard, it is likely that the future of epigenetic therapy will involve the utilization of multiple drugs that individually affect epigenetic silencing, but they might be expected to have synergistic effects. Because of the interrelationships between epigenetic processes involved in silencing and the demonstrated synergistic activities of DNA methylation, and HDAC inhibitors, there is much interest in combination therapies. These are now being tested in clinical trials as are combinations of these inhibitors with standard chemotherapeutic regimens. Knowing about the potential importance of epigenetic silencing to cancer stem cells, more innovative approaches to removing these cancer progenitors might be possible. Cancer stem cells refractory to standard chemotherapy might be used to differentiate by chronic administration of epigenetic drugs. Also, the activation of epigenetically silenced tumor suppressor microRNAs might allow for new treatment modalities. Emerger impediment to the use of such drugs is that they are non-specific and would be anticipated to reactivate genes non-discriminately. However, this may not be as much of a problem as it seems because DNA methylation inhibitors only act on dividing cells, leaving non-dividing normal cells unaffected. Also, it appears that the drugs preferentially activate genes that have become abnormally silenced in cancer. The reason for this is not clear but may be related to the fact that the chromatin structure associated with a pathologically silent gene may be more susceptible to reactivation than the highly compacted chromatin state induced by physiological silencing. Nevertheless, the search for more specific targeted therapies remains a high priority. Conclusions as the role of epigenetics in cancer becomes clearer and the interrelationships between chromatin components are increasingly understood, we are 
at a good point to reevaluate our approaches to cancer prevention, detection, and therapy. It is clear that cancer cells have global changes in chromatin constitution involving the whole epigenome and that entire pathways relevant to cell renewal are subject to epigenetic dysregulation. The exciting links between epigenetics and stem cell behavior are just becoming manifest and are involved at the very earliest stages of tumor progression. This gives an important window on therapeutic intervention through prevention strategies. The approval of three, albeit non-specific drugs, for therapy to establish tumors gives new promise, not only in this arena, but also for new prevention strategies as well. Perhaps, as we continue to explore the molecular regulation of chromatin in both normal and neoplastic settings, we will become smarter in the use of agents to target cancer stem cells or microRNAs, for example, to make further inroads in resetting epigenetic abnormalities and achieving control of cancer. Thank you for listening to this article. Please give me any feedback and follow me on Twitter, PubReading.